Okay, welcome back to Tom Chat. It is so great to be doing this again. I like getting these up on Friday nights. It feels good because then everybody has the weekend to kind of get back with me um, at underscore Tom Sherlock on Twitter. And it's fun to have conversations about what goes on here. And it was really fun to talk to everybody online about what was going on Um with with the wrestling episode from last week, surprisingly, um, there were a lot of people who were, uh, you know, exposed to pro wrestling uh, from different different uh, aspects of media, and I thought that was pretty cool. And um, also, I had some good conversations on Facebook. I'm just on Facebook as just Tom Sherlock. There's no there's no reason to anyway have anything special just for the podcast. So it's just me, but I had some really good conversations with people on Facebook too. So it was fun to talk about wrestling. This week's going to be different as this show has absolutely no streamlined content whatsoever. I tell you what, like one week we've got one thing going on and the next week it's something else, but it's very freeing for me. And that's why I like to do it. I like to have the opportunity to, uh, to uh, create something and um you know that that's a very important part of my um recovery as um an addict and my recovery um from trauma and it's just making me a better person and and I love sharing and connecting with everyone so thanks for coming along on the journey with me this week we're going to be talking about dun 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 setting boundaries i'm going to give you some tips on how to set boundaries. I have spent my whole life being a people pleaser, and I know a lot of you are just like me. I felt that my purpose was to help others achieve their goals and never gave that much thought as to what I wanted to achieve. And that doesn't even mean in like life as a whole. That meant like I wanted to be do what like what I wanted to be doing on a daily basis, like throughout the day. Um, A therapist actually helped me identify that I felt like a doormat and that the way out of this was to start setting boundaries. I was not uh, excited about that, but um, it sounded too hard. But um, I eventually got to the point where I could do it. So I'm going to give you some steps to setting boundaries in this episode. So it's important to know that it'll be easier to set boundaries with someone that you're less emotionally invested with than it will be to set a boundary like with your spouse or your best friend or your mom or your dad. Um, I started by setting boundaries um, at work with coworkers that I already didn't like. Um, there were some coworkers I didn't like. There's some that I loved very much, but I started with the ones I didn't like, and that was easy for me. And once I got better at that, I started setting boundaries with the coworkers that I do like. <laughs> then, come on, that's just how I am. Then I moved on to acquaintances and then to family members. Setting boundaries with my spouse was the utmost, most difficult thing, utmost, most. Welcome to the Department of Redundancy Department. That was the most difficult thing for me to do. I had to start by setting firm boundaries about less important issues so that I could get more opportunities to set boundaries, like getting the reps in. And so, like, if I failed, which I did fail a lot, and um, if you're just starting out, you will too, so expect it. Um, But the risk wasn't quite so bad if they were little things. 
Eventually, I started setting boundaries regarding bigger issues, and now I'm in the constant ebb and flow of being great at it one day and being marginally okay at it other days. So here are some steps that helped me, and I want to give them to you. So the first step is to figure out what your priorities are. Getting your priorities straight will help you figure out what you're actually willing to spend your time and energy on. You only have so much emotional energy to spend in a day. If you find yourself always putting other people's priorities above your own, then it's time to change that. Your priorities are steps towards a goal. I'm going back to school in January and I want to get a good GPA. My priorities will be studying and staying focused on schoolwork. So I will be saying no to things that distract me from doing those things. And priorities and goals are different. Those are my priorities. My goal every day, including as I record this today, is to be present. I have an anxiety disorder. And I can't spend a ton of time wondering if I'm making the right life choices every little single moment of the day. I want to remain in the moment and put my trust in the decisions I make. It's an all-day affair. It takes daily practice. It's my mantra. I want to be present. I want to be present. Be here now. That's, that's what I tell myself. The second tip is to use assertive communication to let people know what you will and won't tolerate. If someone is doing something that's really bothering you and causing you stress or anxiety, you can't expect them to stop doing it if you don't say something about it. You have to say something assertively, meaning with clear and direct language that expresses your intent. This is where you get to be that person who speaks up when people are behaving in a way that makes you feel unappreciated, inferior, or when someone's being disrespected, um, when you're being disrespected, or when you recognize injustice. You know, I, I spent a lot of time being a passive communicator in my life. And that's how I ended up feeling like a doormat a lot and um, not really having a lot of self-worth to realize that I'm a person that was being affected by that. My self-esteem and my self-worth have gone, grown so much since I started using assertive communication. It's been a, a, a huge uh, tool to use in my daily life. Uh, makes me feel great. It's kind of like when you get a haircut or when you've got new clothes and you feel good when you get out. That's how I feel when I use assertive communication. And I am in awe when I see somebody else use it. Like, uh, um, just as an example, like um, so- somebody who orders food and they get the wrong item or it's cooked a way they didn't ask for um, and they send it back. Like, that's something I I had never done before in my life. I just figured those were the breaks. Just go with the flow and let's not upset anybody, but get what you want, right? I mean, it's important that you feel heard and that you feel validated. I mean, you went there to buy food. Um, you, you're giving them money. You want to get the, the food that you want. It makes a lot of sense when I say it out loud, but I had never done it before. So anyway, the third tip I have for setting boundaries is to listen to your guts, your guts or your intuition, I guess. Um, your intuition's usually right. When anxiety kicks in, I have a chance to figure out if this is excitement or is this dread. Um, don't feel like you need to say yes to avoid hurting someone else's feelings. If you can't clearly understand what your gut is trying to tell you, then make sure to pause. 
I have stopped saying yes when someone asks if if I can do them a f- huge favor, and that's changed my life. Because some for some people, a huge favor is helping them move and for like their whole apartment or whatever. And for others, a huge favor is turning down the volume on the TV, and you don't really know what it is when they're asking you, hey, can you do me a huge favor? So I have started this new thing where I like to pause when I'm asked if I'll do a favor. And then I use that time to gather more information about the situation. It's best for me to know exactly what I'm getting into before agreeing or not agreeing to it. That's a good chance to be like, well, it depends. I was fill in the blank, um, recording a podcast. Um, but why don't you tell me what you need and let's see what we can do about it. Uh, that's, that's always a good way for, for me to, to at least validate, you know, cause you, you know, you want, you just want to make sure that you're not overfilling your cup. Um, I guess underfilling your cup. Let's go to step four. <laughs> step four, think about the impact of your actions. It's important to not overcommit yourself. This is what I was getting into a second ago. Something that helps me with saying no is asking myself what time of impact this opportunity will have on myself and others. Will this decision improve everyone's lives or is there a different decision that would make a bigger impact? Think about how long the action will take compared to um, the amount of positive impact it's going to make like a basic quality versus quantity time evaluation. Remember that if it's going to take up too much time and bleed over into other activities that you've already scheduled, um, then it's, it's worth it to say no. The fifth tip that I have is to do things that fill your own cup. People pleasers like me find it way too important and too easy to try to make others happy. Don't discount yourself as a person. Make sure you spend time doing things that bring you joy and help you keep centered and grounded. You need to fill your cup up before you can, you can help anyone else. Self-care is not selfish. It's necessary to be healthy. I like to pepper my day with little pockets of self-care to carry me throughout the day. So don't cancel your self-care, but schedule around your self-care. The sixth tip that I have is to offer an alternative. If someone asks you to do something and you don't think that you're the right person for the job or it's something that's way out of your wheelhouse, suggest someone else that might be able to help. Don't, don't, Don't set yourself up to fail. Set the person up who needs the help for success. I'm not a great handyman. And at all, really. And if there's a project that my wife needs done around the house and I can't do it, then I'm going to suggest that someone else does it. Because, you know, being unhelpful gives me anxiety and there isn't a reason for me to enter a space that I know will feed my anxiety if I don't have to be there. And I am not letting you use this as an excuse. I'm not suggesting that you don't ever try anything new by any means, but you do need to be aware of your limits. The last tip that I have for you for setting boundaries today is the most important thing to remember while setting boundaries is to be direct and firm with your answer. Direct and firm. Don't let people talk you into things. Don't let people talk you out of things. You can still be kind and be firm at the same time. 
as a passive person, I have really struggled in the past with recognizing the difference between assertive communication and aggressive communication. You'll experience resistance every time you set a boundary. Every time you set a boundary, you will experience resistance. Because if that boundary wasn't set before, then it's a new barrier for the other person to understand. And, and, and so you have to hold the boundary. It's so crucial. Keeping boundaries and having congruency with your actions will help you set even bigger boundaries in the future. Now, it really helps me when I'm kind of trying to speak up and be assertive to really think that one through. If I'm about to set a boundary, I'm just going to go ahead and expect that there's going to be some blowback. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of a good example. Here's a little one that's not too, um, not, not, you know, there's not too much behind it, but like, can you hand me the remote control? So, so my wife asks me, can you hand me the remote control? But say I'm, uh, doing something that I need like a minute before I can get there or something like that. Well, what if I say, geez, I, you know, I, I really, I'd love to help you right now, but I can't, I can't get the remote for you because I'm doing something that I just can't tear my, myself away from. Um, that's it. That's all you have to do. Um, and do you know what, do, do you know what I expect is going to happen? I expect there to be like, what the hell, man? What do you mean you can't, you can't hand me the remote control? It's in the middle of the room. I'm on one side. You're on the other side. Go get the remote control and then stand for it. I'm, I'm not going to get the remote control. I'm, I'm doing something. I'm scheduled to do something right now. Um, we can talk about it when I'm done with this activity, but for right now, I can't help. Well, wait a minute. It's just the remote control. What, what's the, you know what I mean? So it, when you expect that you're going to get some blowback, um, then it helps you just go ahead and set the boundary anyway. So remember that you are in control of the choices you make and you are in control of your life. Don't let people walk all over you. Set boundaries and watch how you can grow from it. You got this. I've got your back. I'm still working on it, but I, I can tell you that even if, I, you know, I'm even if I'm making progress and baby steps, I'm way further down the path than I was, you know, a couple of years ago. I'm way further down the path than I was earlier this year. Um, so, you know, if you want to talk more about it, hit me up on Twitter at underscore Tom Sherlock. And I want to thank you for leaving um rates and reviews on itunes that was super sweet of you guys i'd like to keep that train going um just to get everybody um i want to build this community i want people to just kind of have a nice safe place to talk and i want you to come on the show so if you get a hold of me at underscore tom sherlock on twitter my dms are open shoot me a dm say you want to have a conversation on the program if that means you want to talk about video games you want to talk about wrestling you want to talk about uh tv you want to talk about anime you want to talk about sports you want to talk about you name it you know what if you want to talk about tupperware i'll sit here for an hour and talk to you about tupperware and we'll put it up on the podcast because one thing that i've learned is that um people 
if they're not interested in hearing about what the topic is, they will become interested if you're passionate enough talking about it. And um, I've had I have a lot of friends who have said I can't stand wrestling. It's so stupid, but I don't mind watching wrestling with Tom because he gets so passionate about it. And I understand that. This is how I feel about the art that's created uh, by other people as well. Um, I do want to also say at the end of this, there's an incredible uh, comedy album that's on iTunes right now. And that's where I want you to listen to it. You can listen to it on Spotify, but it's on Spotify. It's on Apple music. Um, but it's from a guy, uh, named Carter Glasscock. And he has an album called the crystal pistol. And it's, it's a, comedy album that came out on December 7th and sent me into the biggest fit of belly laughs ever. I heard about Carter uh, from the Goods in the Goods in the Woods pod- podcast, which is at the Goods in the Woods on um, on uh, geez, Twitter. I had a little bit of a brain fart there. And um, I also urge you to go check out Goods from the Woods. But for this week, what I want you to do as your homework is to listen to Carter Glasscock's album, The Crystal Pistol, and um, get some comedy in your life. Have a good time with it because it's an incredible album. And uh, thanks for uh, coming to this lesson about setting boundaries. And look how far we've come. <laughs>